Here we go. This is the start, right? We are here in Life in SA podcast where tonight's episode is going to be the tribute to Norm Macdonald. Now, as we know that Norm Macdonald passed away a couple of weeks ago on September the 14th, which was on a Tuesday. And uh, why we got so late in doing this is because, you know, we're trying to get this show started and everything. And we've been meaning to do this. So anyway, I'm with my, of course, of course, uh, co-host, Josh. Hey, how's it going, guys? Alrighty. So first question, obvious question. How will you remember Norm Macdonald? Or better, here's a better question. Like, like, how did you first see Norm Macdonald? Like, how did you, like, started seeing him? Uh, first thing I really remember him from would probably be Saturday Night, uh, Saturday Night Live or Billy Madison, one of the two. And, like, when I saw Billy Madison, I didn't really know it was him. And so, like, I started getting into more Saturday Night Live. Because, I mean, when he... What was he on there from like ninety two to ninety seven or something like that? Yeah, he lasted quite he la- he lasted quite a bit. Um, I think it was, I think ninety six was the yeah ninety six ninety seven because of the uh, controversial O J Simpson jokes that he told. Right. I'll, I'll tell more about that later. Right. See, and, that, and by that time I was I was getting into Saturday Night Live. I was getting older, you know. I was, by that time I was going on ten. <laughs> but I mean. Eh. I, I I literally saw all kinds of R-rated movies when I was a kid too. So it wasn't. I watched Total Recall when I was like four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I, I saw Jason Goes to Hell when I was five. So I mean, like, now I didn't get uh, a lot of stuff till later on in life. But but that's what reruns are for. So. Oh yeah. And um, believe it or not, like the first time I saw. Norm McDonald was uh I don't know because my mom went to a uh, uh, Blockbuster when Blockbuster was around kids if you know Blockbuster yeah, is when like Blockbuster was uh, the mega the mega corporation that it used to be before streaming started and, uh, yeah. Netflix yeah and um, I, I still remember that horrible ne- uh, that Blockbuster uh, like Netflix wannabe service that was horrible. <laughs> oh yes, remember that. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. That was like the epic fail. They were trying. They just they fell flat on their face with that one. Ex- oh yeah, they did. I was like, dude. But uh, yeah, and I remember like I don't know why it's like my mom rented the movie Dirty Work. I don't know why, right. and um. And I started seeing it like, oh, like, oh my gosh, this is funny because like, it was a, uh, you know, like the first time I actually heard, uh, you know, the movie's a- actually uh, actual anthem, which was uh, Third Eye Blind's "Semi Charm Kind of Life," which every time I hear that song, <laughs> yeah, it was. yeah, I was like, I hear that song. Yeah, and it reminds me of the movie Dirty Work. Cause like, oh my gosh, you know, and and plus it had a uh, Artie Lang from. Completely different, but you know the song's about meth, right? Yes, yes, I remember that. Like I didn't find that out until way later. I know that's what I'm like. That's what like. Song about meth. Yeah. And um, and it has a. Uh, uh, Artie Lang from Mad TV, and that's why I was kind of like, okay, the familiarity of it, and plus it yeah, also. I never watched Mad TV as a kid. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I caught episodes every now and then, but it just wasn't like Saturday Night Live to me. Like I like Saturday Night Live a lot better than I like Mad TV. I know, and it was crazy how like in this movie actually infused like two Saturday Night Live characters, which was Norm Macdonald and Chevy Chase. And then you had Artie Lang, who was from Mad TV, and it was kind of crazy how like right. they infused. Uh, these cast members, and of course, a uh, spoiler. Well, I mean, they did that all the time back in back in the day. You know, when we were kids, because it was like, oh, hey guys, we're making a movie, and it has nothing to do with Saturday Night Live, but we're gonna bring all our friends in. They still kind of do it. Adam Sandler was always big about that. You know what I mean? So. And oh yes, and speaking of that, like of course, um. You know, uh, spoiler, uh, with Chevy Chase, he actually plays a doctor, which he plays a really good role. If you've seen Community, it's sort of less, it's sort of the same thing. Well, he, he's more got of a gambling problem, and he owes the mob. I mean, it's, it, it's spoilers, but yeah, it's been like 20 years, guys. You gotta, 
There's got to be a limit on when you can say, you know, oh, spoilers, because at this I know. point, you know, you either, you either watch it or shut the fuck up about it. Like, right. don't, don't lie to me about spoilers. <laughs> right. And, um, and, of course, this movie, Dirty Work, had, like, a bunch of, like, of course, like cameos, like like you just mentioned, right. Adam Sandler, like Adam Sandler played uh, Satan because that's where, uh, and of course that's for some, right. I forgot when they ate the brownies. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, because uh, yeah, when they're hallucinating, and then there and, was uh, Gary Coleman. And it was like, what you talk about, exactly. Satan? <laughs> I was gonna say um, Manuel Lewis or whatever his name is, Lewis. No, it was uh, it was Gary Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was, Gary it was it was Gary Coleman, and of course, the main guy, which of course uh, Chris, Chris Farley, Farley. yes. Yeah. And, uh, and I didn't, and I didn't find this out until like I st- I watched um, what is it, the Cinemassacre movie review for Dirty Work that supposedly, uh, this movie was actually shelved for a couple of years. Yeah, for about two. Two three years, and this is what I mentioned earlier about because uh, uh, Norm Macdonald uh, he said a lot of these outrageously racist jokes back then, and of course they were aimed specifically at OJ and the week uh, OJ Simpson in the week uh, weekend updates uh, from Saturday Night Live, and um, supposedly somebody that uh, that found out that Norm Macdonald's making the you know Dirty Work movie, uh, it was going to supposed to come out in ninety. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it, it was made in '96, and then it got shelved to 1998. That's why they used the song right. "Semi Charm," uh, "Semi Charm Life" from Third Eye Blind because that song came out right. like, uh, you know, it came out later, and then the movie was like prior to it. That's why. And right. fun they fact, did soundtrack later on. Exactly, and that's why I was like, wow. So I didn't know it got shelved a few years because he's, you know, somebody that was close Which to OJ. Everybody thought it was Chris Farley's last movie, but it wasn't. It was almost heroes. It, yes, and I would say that Dirty Work was the better, uh, last uh, his last better movie than oh, Almost Here. Okay. We were talking about that. Speaking of people that died, that are Saturday Night Live, you know. I know it was like, oh, dude. Yeah, by, by far, I'd, I'd say Dirty Work is better than Almost Heroes. That one's almost, almost unbearable rather than Almost Heroes, but... It was, yeah, it, it was, and to me, it was like, when I saw Dirty Work, like, oh my gosh, it was so, like, funny, and of course, you know, there was, like, a lot of, uh, like, as, like I mentioned, it was, like, in, it was, direct, fun fact, it was directed by Bob Saget from, you know, Danny Tanner from Full House. Right, and America's Funniest Home Videos, don't forget that. Oh, oh my gosh, I love America's Funniest Home Videos back then, <laughs> that, this was before YouTube, folks, I mean, this was the original YouTube, I mean, this was, I mean. People had all their fucked, uh, fucked up, uh you know, things that they caught on tape and sent it in for the whole nation to laugh at. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and of course, I love how Bob Saget, you know, uses his voice, you know, uses like these funny voices and then it's like, it's, you know, you can't believe like, you know, you see Bob Saget and all this and then all of a sudden... Yeah, he's, he's just real clean, uh, like all, you know, the American dad that's trying to make it for his daughters and stuff like that and then you watch his stand up it's like he's like holy crap that was <laughs> what happened to Bob Saget you know exactly and I was like oh dear god you know and he, and he and did it was like Robin Williams and his stand up you know what I mean yeah cause, oh you, you yes watch Robin Williams and all these kid friendly things and then you got his stand up he's talking about cocaine and you know <laughs> all kinds of shit and drug use and then you got Bob Saget, and he's pretty much doing the same thing. But, you know, you remember him from America's Funniest Home Videos. You remember him from Whole, Full House. And you remember from How I Met Your Mother. And that was all relatively around the same time, like one after another. And he was always real clean with it. But his stand-up is just, it's, yeah, it's uh, raunchy. It, it was very raw and very, like, explicit. We're like, oh, dear God, is this the right. same guy? You know, and right. everything. And, um... And everything. So then, um, of course, you know, there was like another comedy legend, you know, like uh, starting to remember Don Rickles played the movie theater uh, owner. Owner, yeah. And um, yes, uh, and ladies and gentlemen, we're, a- we're, actually, we're, we're actually in our 30s. This is why we know this. <laughs> uh, don't forget, I mean, you had, sh- uh, well, I can't remember his real name, but Shooter McGavin from, uh, from Happy uh, Gilmore. I was Happy just Gilmore. going, I was. I was just going to say 
Yes. Um, Shooter McGavin himself, Michael McDonald. Shooter McGavin. He plays such a perfect bad guy in these comedies. Oh, I swear. <laughs> yeah, he, he kind of got typecast there for a while, didn't he? He did. It was like, he oh, we need a... Asshole. It was like, oh, we need a... We need, like, a, this arrogant asshole villain. Let's get Michael McDonald. I mean, it has to be a comedy, because if we just play straight-up villain... Um, yeah, but if we do a comedy for he's a villain, then, oh, we got something there, like, superhero movie, yeah. um, you know, he came on a lot of stuff, and then I remember seeing him yeah. on Home Improvement, which was like, oh, uh, this is different. I know he's in Home Improvement, never knew that. Yeah, he made, like, one episode, he played, like, Tim Allen's, uh, best friend in, uh, Home Improvement, oh, okay. and it was like, oh, that's Shooter McGavin, and of course, he did not want to be remembered as Shooter McGavin, and yet, right. we remember him as like, Shooter McGavin. <laughs> Cause it's like his name is Michael McDonald, but the thing is, is that um, he's actually Shooter McGavin. He didn't want to yeah, be typecast, right. but he, he was. Played Shooter McGavin. He's, he's played a, a lot of villains. Like I said, he's been typecast pretty badly. Like, he, he still plays assholes. Like I mean, you know what I mean? So like. Really, really, yeah. there we were. Uh, this, this is just fun you know because i'm just remembering like oh my gosh like dirty work was so fun you know just you know watching that movie you know brings back a lot of memories i mean they're they're trying to raise money for their dad's heart surgery and you know they're doing it by doing revenge work and uh business is booming to say the least (laughs) the revenge for hire business i mean dude i mean that is uh like Dirty deeds in there too. I'm pretty sure, right? So. Yes, and um, like there's not like what I was gonna say like we. Dirty deeds, the, the whole like well, I was gonna say like like oh my gosh, like we don't have these movies anymore. Like like yes, yeah, these movies. No, because I mean this movie was so like freaking, uh, like in like no matter how like how somebody sees it now like oh this movie's so stupid it's so dumb but it's like no you're you know people are missing the point on this movie like this movie is like yeah it's a revenge for harvest like you just said the uh, plot synopsis right now where you just said that yeah they needed to raise money for their father's heart surgery by doing this revenge for hire business and it's like wow you know i mean this is the genius part of it well like i said I'm, i was pretty sure it was <sighs> I could be wrong, but I think it was based off uh, ACDC's Dirty Deeds song, and that's where they got the idea from. Yes, Dirty Deeds, Dunder, Cheap, and I actually have the CD. I actually, well, I have CD of um of that one, Dirty Deeds. Right. And but it, the, the thing is, like, it's like you just can't get away with this stuff anymore. Somebody would shut down production before they even had a chance to start it. It's just, it, it, I mean, you know, you look back at that. And it's it's hilarious, and it's still hilarious now. But the thing is, you know, you get shamed for being like, "Oh, you shouldn't find that funny." And like, no, like comedy is supposed to shock and get you out of your comfort zone. That's the whole point about comedy. It's it's it allows you to adjust and think better about things that you may not be comfortable with. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, and that's why like dirty d um well dirty work. I'm sorry, dirty work. Like yeah. was you know was so good. It was like one of like the you know, comedies like back in the late nineties, because I say late nineties, because we're past they're past ninety five, nineteen ninety five. So right. it's going ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight because it was shelved. So uh, right. it was one of those ingenious uh, comedies that all, like really gets overlooked. You know, I mean, it's not on the same level as Dumb and Dumber, but really. Now, now going back to Blockbuster, that's, that was the brilliant thing about Blockbuster. Like you had, okay, you go into a movie, uh, a movie store. And you rent something, you just look at the back things, and you're just flipping through them. You're like, you know, eventually you're gonna run out of stuff you've seen, and you're like, shit, I've seen this one. Uh, I'll, you know what? I'll try something else. You know what I mean? Oh. Now everybody goes on Rotten Tomatoes and like IMDb, and like, oh no, this is a low score. Blah 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 blah. And, like, they won't give it a chance. But you know, at Blockbuster, you only had so much selection. You know what I mean? So. And the- yeah, I mean, eventually you. Like going through the horror section or going like you get some duds, but then you find you find some really good movies too. And that was like the best part about Blockbuster. I know, and then and the thrill, I know, and the thrill of the, and I always say the thrill of the hunt is like there's like either your greatest victory was actually finding 
the VHS tape. Right? Was uh, finding the actual movie, the actual VHS tape behind the the cover, or you just find the cover and you're like, shit. Yes, or, or you got the fact that, you know, you, you, you wasted all your time and effort trying to, you know, convince your parents to rent it for you. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, back then it was like, uh, yeah, this is like back, yeah, this is like way back then when parental guidance was a thing. <laughs> At Blockbuster, at and Hollywood Video, yes, that's right. We're in our thirties. Like I said, we're in our thirties. We know this. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's how you got helicopter parents now. <laughs> yeah. Directly yeah. Blockbuster for helicopter parenting. <laughs> I was like, "Are you sure you want to rent that?" Like, yeah, it looks interesting. That's how you can tell. Like, you just saw the video cover, and you're like, "Oh, this looks interesting." Did Turns you out, have like, your mommy or daddy with you. <laughs> you know, you always got that. Oh my oh, gosh, yes. Daddy. I was like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and which brings me to the next movie. like, get away from me. Get away from me, you little shit. Which would be Screwed yeah. with Norm sure. MacDonald. Yeah, that's probably my favorite of uh, Norm MacDonald's movies with Dave Chappelle. Yeah, Dave Chappelle, Danny DeVito. Um, yeah. Was it Cloris Leachman or was it another uh, another actress that played no, Miss? It, it wasn't Cloris Leachman, but you had, uh, you had uh, what's his name? Sherman uh, Helmsley. There you go. From the Jeffersons, yeah. Oh, my gosh. See, Norman Dawn made a lot of good movies, and that's where, like, um, you know, like, Screwed. But then, yeah, and I want to talk about Screwed. I want to talk about that one. I mean, that one, I mean, I actually bought that at the Eisenhower Flea Market, the VHS, because I always wanted to see it. And I bought it, and I was like, it did not disappoint. I love Screwed just as much yeah. as I like Dirty Work. See, I like I Dirty Work's okay, but I like Screwed a lot better. And, you know, it's just, uh, it's, it's a lot funnier than, uh, than, uh, Dirty Work to me. Uh, Elaine uh, Switch, uh, Stritch, sorry. That's who played Virginia Croc. Oh, okay. And, of course, a cameo from Sarah Silverman. From who? Uh, Sarah Silverman, who was in the... That's right. Played the girlfriend. The girlfriend. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And then, of course, you had, you had Norm MacDonald was a butler for this pie magnet. And he was in a dead-end job, and she treated him like shit. So the plot of the movie is he gets set up finally, decides to kidnap her dog, and hold it ransom. And it goes horribly wrong. <laughs> so. And of course, and uh, I remember, like back in school, we would uh, well back in uh, was it um, eighth grade? We would just we would Great say the quotes, the the quotes, <laughs> and we would not get in trouble because we knew the timing and where to say them and where to say them too. Yeah. You know, <laughs> sweet Jesus, we kidnapped the turd. <laughs> <laughs> and of That's course. <laughs> my and my favorite line, of course, was uh, uh, of course, when uh, Norm Macdonald pops out when uh, when he uh, comes out in the like the wrestler's mask, the luchador mask. He's like, "Give me the money!" And then like Miss Croc was like, yeah. "You're the son of a bitch who you, you know kidnapped uh, the." <laughs> yeah, you get stuck up by two eight-year-olds. I was like, "Hey, <laughs> Mister, what's in the suitcase? <laughs> get rid of your little shit!" You know, oh man, we just like we would like say that all in the eighth grade and we right. like I said we never got in trouble because we knew where to say it and where to say it you know like when to say it who to say it to exactly <laughs> we're like this. I mean this was just like the most fun time that's why I like I like uh, the movies Screwed and Dirty Work I mean oh and another quote right around that time too it came out in 2000 so I mean we, it had been about a year old or so but I mean we watched it so many times and I mean Dave Chappelle was great that's that's when Dave Chappelle started getting the Chappelle show and stuff like that. And then right after, like, you know, he started getting real big. And then he went all like, oh, I got it's too much. I got to get the hell out of here, which I don't blame him. You know what I mean? Like, they, they, people were just on him. And, like, he, he blew up too quick. Right, and uh, that was uh, then. Of course, uh, it was half baked uh, with Dave Chappelle. You know, he he was he was coming up. But, you, know. you know, before that, before that, you can't remember. Uh, you can't forget to mention Robin Hood Men in Tights, which was his first role, I think. 
Oh yes. Oh my gosh, we gotta talk about Robin Hood Men and Tights in another video. <laughs> I mean, we have to talk about that right. one too. Right. Um, but um, all in all, yeah. And then after that, you know, after uh, screwed, then that's when uh, Norm Macdonald started making like cameos, like in um, yeah. Deuce, uh, Deuce Bigelow. Right before he got his own, uh, his own show there for a little while. Yes, Norm, and I remember the show Norm. I remember watching the show Norm and. This is how old I am, and this is how I remember. Like, it was, like, back in 99 where, like, Norm MacDonald had his own show. And then after that was, yeah. uh, if anybody has seen the movie End of Days with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> and Arnold. Yeah. yeah, and then, uh, what is it, Gabriel Byrne, who plays the devil. Uh, there was a show yeah. called, I think, Madigan Men. And, that, and I remember because it was Norm and then Madigan Men, you know, back-to-back -back on ABC. And I remember watching those shows, and um, I remember I saw the show Norm, and then all of a sudden they just took it off the air for some for some reason. I don't know if it was because of his controversial uh, racist well, jokes no, or. Point, it already, it, they were way past that because I mean, it ran for three seasons. If they were going to worry about that controversy back in '96. They would have done it way before then. You know what I mean? Right, because I was thinking about like how they did dirty work. You know, they. They did, you know, dirty work. They did dirty, uh, you know, they did dirty work dirty. Yeah. You and know. They showed it because of, uh, what's it called? Because of one joke. That, you know. Well, it was, like, it was actually a couple of jokes. It was actually well, a couple. I mean, no, yeah. but it was, it, was, it was the whole too soon moment kind of thing going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, if he had waited a little bit longer, I think he would have been fine. But <laughs> right, right. And then, um, yeah, because I totally forgot about Norm. And then, um, yeah, because it was Norm. Then, like, the, then his cameos, too, you know, with uh, another Saturday Night Live alum in uh, Rob Schneider with, in uh, Deuce Bigelow. Deuce Bigelow. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, oh, of course, my favorite is The Animal, where, uh, remember we're talking about this, like, The Animal, where, uh, it was John C. McGinley, where he leads the, this mob, you know, like, you know, to hunt down Rob Schneider and, and The Animal, where it's like, okay, shoot to kill, he says, okay, anybody have any questions? And then here comes Norm MacDonald and says, oh, hey, hey, I got a question, you know, <laughs> and all this and that, and he says, okay, what happens, you know, some, some something, something, and then, like, all of a sudden, uh, he says, John C. McGinley says, stay with the mob. He says, okay, stay with the mob. And then the one last thing that Norm MacDonald says, like, hey, one more question. Uh, doesn't this guy deserve a fair trial? And then that's when John C. McGinley says, okay, you, back of the line. And then Norm MacDonald's like, back of the line? Uh, th this is my spot. I came first. And he says, okay, you're out of the mob. And then Norm MacDonald says, oh, this mob blows. Right. <laughs> I know, and to me... He also appeared in uh, the second Deuce Bigelow as well, so I mean... He had right a bigger, he had a bigger, uh, bigger uh, part in Deuce Bigelow too, because I remember in the first, uh, the first one, it actually yeah. mentions where Deuce Bigelow says that Norm Macdonald got to work on production for a day, and then in Deuce Bigelow <laughs> too, he had a bigger role in European Gigolo. He had a bigger role. Right, he played uh, what was it, Scottish, Scottish or Irish? I was, it was Scottish. Board, it so. was, it was Scottish, and I remember, <laughs> I remember like, I mean. I don't think I can remember. Uh, I remember it, but I don't know if I should say it. <laughs> but uh, but I remember it was like the courtroom. Like, like, right? Yeah, it was one of those. Yeah, it was like a device. It was like a penal device. And he said something. It was like, what is it? Like a, it was like a uh, gigolo's club or something. And uh, really, it was just... <laughs> Well, no, they, they had all gathered to, to discuss the murder. Really. Oh, yes, that's right, that's right. Yeah, they all discussed, they all yeah. thought it was TJ. Yeah, oh my gosh, that was Eddie Griffin, that's... Yeah. I remember, I remember seeing Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo, it was back in 2005, oh my gosh, it was so freaking funny. <laughs> and then, after that, he kind of dropped off the map there for a long time. Yeah, he did, it was like, he was just, uh, he... Like, Norm MacDonald, he just did, like, a lot of, uh, you know, like, here and there guest spots, and then he had, like, you know, right. radio shows and everything, and, uh... And, well, I mean, we, we know the reason now, because of, uh, around that time, I think he started getting sick. So. Yeah, yes, and, uh, who would have thought, you know, it's, it kind of reminds me of, um, 
Chadwick Bos- uh, Boswick from uh, Black Panther. Like, nobody knew he was sick until, like, he passed away last year. Yeah, and we're was. like, oh, wow. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know. I, I still call bullshit on the whole. They gave him the whole, uh, what was it, uh, the Emmy or something like that just because he died or one of those stupid awards. I can't remember which one it was, but <laughs> yeah, it was like I call bullshit on that. But uh, like I kind of get it, but at the same time, like so, just anybody dies, even if they don't have a great movie, you're just gonna give it to them. That's just a weird precedence to me. But you know, I know like a posthumous award. I'm like, what the heck? No, it's not even that. It's like I understand that part, but I mean, yes, okay, he'll never make another movie. But the thing is, like. So, say somebody dies in a mediocre movie, do they just give it to them because, oh, they died and they can't make another movie now? You know what I mean? Yes, I understand Black Panther had a huge following, but you see where that president, uh, president is set? You know what I mean? So, it's like, oh, okay, well, this actor died this year. We're just going to give them best actor, you know, because they can't make any more movies. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. So, I don't know. That's, that's my whole problem with it, but, I mean, those are all politically motivated anyway. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, like, I I could understand that point because I remember like yeah, because Black Panther came out in twenty eighteen and then he passed away last year, but he had like movies that followed after. So I could see what you're saying is like okay, he did like one last project and yeah, then so it's like yeah. The year he got the award for it was for Black Panther, but it wasn't it, like the, the movie didn't come out that year. So, yeah, like, that's what I was saying. Like yeah, Black Panther came out in twenty eighteen and then he like passed away last year twenty twenty. So I'm like oh. um right. Yeah, that's why. That's the point that you and made. And he didn't get the award until this year. So. Exactly. They're like, oh, alrighty, but uh, but you see, it's like, I know, like, how you said it, like you channeled Norm Macdonald right there. Like, this is exactly like something that Norm Macdonald would say. Because, like, I just well, I mean, it's, yeah. It's bullshit. I mean, I'm okay. Yes, I understand the guy died. Yes, I understand he has an insanely popular movie. But does that mean that, okay, we're going to start doing insanely popular movies from the past that somebody had and they died that year? Does that mean, you get what I'm saying? Like, it just sets a weird, a weird tradition, and hopefully that doesn't catch on. But and knowing the social justice warriors, they'll find a way to do it somehow. Exactly. Like bending the knee. And see, and this is the re- and And what we're talking about right now, like, this is exactly why, like, Norm Macdonald, like back then, like. Well, that's the whole thing about comedy. You got I mean, yeah. You, you got to remember, like Lenny Bruce, you know, was the first one that like got arrested for uh, censure law. You know what I mean? Back in the fifties, and like it, it's okay. Yes, like or like Ricky Gervais, like he got he got like all kinds of shit because he was talking about Caitlyn Jenner and stuff like that. It's just stuff like that. I mean, okay, yes. This happened, but that does not erase the past. You know what I mean? It doesn't. I mean, it, it, just because you get something good does not mean that you know you didn't do something bad in the past. Yes, you can make up for it, but that doesn't mean it's like, oh, well, we'll just forget about this because you know whatever. And that you know, they're just people talking. That's the whole point of comedy. They're like, oh, you know, hey, that's right. Oh yeah, we forgot about that. Oh yeah, maybe we shouldn't just sweep that under the rug because they're famous. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ex- exactly. Yeah, and th- and this is exactly like the point that you know, like, like like what you just said right now, and then with, like with the oh, the whole Norm Macdonald thing, the whole comedy, like yeah, comedy was comedy back then, you know. And then you look at it like you know, of course, like with now the you can't say certain things, or you know, or you got you got a whole bunch of people getting in trouble, like Dave Chappelle because he made a tranny joke, like. Exactly, and, and then pretty soon it's gonna be like, well, what the fuck can we say? What can't we say? Are we gonna have a list? Are we gonna have people come up and assault us because we said something that they didn't like? I mean, I know, and then uh, also, um, you know, then you had like the other comics too, like you know Andrew Dice Clay, uh, Sam Kennison. You know, you know these guys yeah. were like, uh, uh, you well, know. They Exactly because it's like oh you think like you're like you're offended now I mean get a load of these guys and of course Sam Kennison is you know passed away like how Robin Williams called him you know comedy's antichrist because he would actually 
just Carlin, you had George Carlin, you had George. Richard Pryor, and they just say this off the wall shit. Yeah. But it, it got you thinking. And you know, it's like okay, it, it makes you think, maybe if these kind of people didn't die, would it still be the same where everybody's like, Shh, no, you can't say that word, no, no, don't say it, no. Exactly, like, oh, have. Or they sit there and they single you out and, like, try to destroy you because you said something they don't like. Exactly, and that's what kind of, like, kind of, like, ruins a whole bunch of, um, you know, shows right now. And, um, you know, like, what we talked about, like, with Married with Children and all that. I mean, that was a comedy show, but really, it kind of, like, really made fun of, like, sexual uh, situations and all that and it's because of these shows like you know when we grew up you know we grew up with these shows that is like yeah and then you look at these shows now like okay this is not funny but then when you look at the shows back then like oh my gosh like like i i know we sound like old people saying oh it's better back then because that's what all people say but it literally now it's like they they, it's too generic is the best way i can put it like it's watered down to the point where it's like oh well uh, if we exclude this group we're still going to boycott the movie and then that'll ruin the movie. So by trying to focus on a general audience rather than, you know, hey, we're going to make a sci-fi movie for, you know, people that like sci-fi. Oh, and maybe some other people like it because it ends up being a good movie rather than, oh, we got we to do it all across the board so we make everybody sure we can enjoy it so we can make money rather than make a good movie. Exactly. Like, why bend the knee? Like, I remember, like, just doing rewrites only because, you know, you, you know somebody went you know, too far over the top and just like, okay, we have to go from an NC-17, you know, from X, right, N-17 to, an, to a R rating, but see, but then now they're kind of like bending the knee. Yeah, it's kind of like bending the knee to like, okay, to appease the masses, like, okay, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to offend anybody. It's really not even the masses most of the time. It's whoever shouts the loudest. That's really what it comes down to. It could be like three people in fucking, you know, Antarctic and like oh well we pissed those people off now we now we can't do it we gotta we gotta take this out we gotta take this major plot out because three people from the Antarctic don't like it <laughs> you know what I mean it's just whoever can shout the loudest and get their cause noticed to be able to like and most of the time it's not even it has nothing to do with the people you're sticking up for other people that most of the time those other people are being like. I didn't see anything wrong with that. It, it's certain ones that are just like, they stick their noses into everything. And like, if they don't have a cause to rally behind, like, they're just miserable. <laughs> it's weird. Like, do you remember the whole Chris Pratt thing? Oh my gosh, yes. And they're still attacking uh, Chris Pratt? Not because he didn't, uh, he didn't say who he voted for. That's all it came down to. And they were trying to get the guy canceled. It was weird. It was like, he just didn't. He just didn't disclose, and because all the other people from Guardian the Galaxies or the Avengers or whatever the fuck it was was like, oh, we're behind Pre- uh, President Biden. You know what I mean? But he just didn't say. He's like, no, I don't want to take part in that. I stepped back. You know what I mean? There wasn't even like who. He wasn't even on the other side. It didn't matter. It was just, hey, I'm just trying to do my thing. You know what I mean? But they're like, nope, nope. He he wasn't on our side. Get him. Get the pitchforks. Get the torches. You know, like. I know that, I mean, and, and of course, uh, I don't know, this is kind of like the simplest thing that I'm talking about, but they're still attacking Chris Pratt because supposedly he's going to voice Super Mario in the new, newly uh, CGI animated uh, Super Mario movie, and they're attacking him because, oh, they, they want somebody of Italian descent to do the voice of Mario, and I'm like, just, and we talked about this, where it's like, can you just, like, be happy that they actually found a voice actor, that they're doing this movie, you know, based on the talent, instead of being accurate? Yes, I understand that, like, Hollywood's been whitewashed for a long time, but it's not that way, like, now it's just like, oh, well, instead of giving it to the best person, they give it to, oh, well, it's the best person of this race and like make a big deal about it and it's like it's weird to me I like it, it, yeah, I'm a white male and I don't understand in the 30s but <laughs> I mean that's, that's my excuse at least or that's what I say when people just want to throw bullshit at me and I'm like yeah okay sure whatever <laughs> but anyway um, 
Like, it's just, it's ridiculous. Like, like take the whole Cleveland, uh, when he got replaced on Family Guy. Everybody, everything was fine. Then all this whole bullshit popped up. Oh, no, we got to have it. The guy had been playing Cleveland for 20 years. Now it's a problem all of a sudden. It is, and and then on the sim, and then on the Simpsons, you know, they replaced uh, yeah. with uh, what is it, uh, Car, uh, yeah, Carl from the Simpsons. He's you know actually vo- being voiced from the from the guy from uh Becker, um, Alex uh, does uh, I can't I can't I can't pronounce his last name, but he was actually replaced, and then they replaced Doctor Hibbert's voice, and with uh, Doctor Hibbert's voice actually sounds like Cleveland Brown Jr. from. The Cleveland show, which that to me is like, oh, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't sound right. They got rid of a poo and everything like that. Like, okay, why is it a problem now? You've had plenty of time. These shows have been on for a long time. Why is it a problem now? Why is everybody complaining now? Like, yes, I understand the culture changes, but at the same time, funny's going to be funny regardless. You know what I mean? Like, does it matter whose mouth it comes out of? Oh, you can't say that because you're not this race. That's racist. <laughs> That's fundamentally racist. You can't do this because of your race. That's racism at the core. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, and that's I right. don't know about other people, but that sounds like racism to me. <laughs> you can't do this because of your scapegoat. And this is exactly why we're doing this Norm Macdonald tribute. I mean, to, I mean, I know, uh, but, but this is like the same, that this is, people are like, no, this is bullshit. You know, what does it matter what race they are? Somebody does something, you talk about it. It doesn't matter. And not only that, but you're allowed to have other sides of the opinion. And we keep losing people like that. And it, it just keeps devolving further and further. And then we won't be able to say anything. We'll just be grunting each other. Exactly. Which I mostly do anyway, but I mean, still, I'd like to reserve the uh, the ability to use the word I would like to use when I can't uh, want to use it. I know, and this is exactly the thing that Norm Macdonald has talked about, you know, for the past, you know, when he, you know, when he was around, and you know, and th- and and this is, and you know, because we're not dripping off, su- you know, we're not drifting off subject. I mean, this is the exact same thing that he's I been mean, talking about for decades. The reason why he got kicked off Saturday Night Live in the first place. Exactly. Why they back, uh, dirty work. I, you know what I mean? Like it's just it's ridiculous. It makes you wonder if like these people died at opportune times. Like, oh well, this is the end of the line for me. Uh, you know, because, oh, I won't be able to survive if I keep uh, talking the way I talk and being myself. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Like, these people would not have careers if they were alive right now, probably. No, they're they're probably just be like you know like okay well you can't say this and all that and it kind of reminds me of a uh, DL Hughley. Uh, uh, like fuck you, I'd rather die and then they die. Exactly, and it can, and it reminds me of that uh, the joke from 2007 from uh, D.L. Hughley where he says like, oh, like you know, I can't, you know, D.L. Hughley says, oh, I can't say the n word. Okay, that there goes 55 minutes of my act, and I thought that was so <laughs> funny because like, oh yeah, that's right, but uh, but of course that didn't last too long because like about 2008, 2009, like oh, we just kind of like, you know, then they just started, you know, they started re-saying it, so. You know, I mean, when you think about it, are there so few problems that we have going on in the world that the most important issue of the day is what word we use to describe what we're trying to say? Does it really come down to that? I mean, that's the American principle. That's what America was founded on. Being able to say what you want to say, choosing your own religion. You know, those are fundamental of America. Free speech, freedom of religion, <laughs> freedom to bear arms. But the thing is, if you shut everybody else up that has an opinion, there's no discussion. It's just an agreement. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, you can't talk about something. You can't sort problems out if everybody's too scared to say anything about it. Right, because, I mean, just kind of like just thinking about, like, when like when did we like because i'm just confused myself like okay since when is everybody being offended by almost every little thing every second of every hour 
what it makes me think of is it's like they're trying to distract us from what the real issue is. Like, you know what I mean? We got more important shit going on other than, oh, no, you hurt me because you said a word. No. Yes, I understand words can hurt, but uh, fundamentally, you can walk away from that person, never talk to them again. They have the right to say what they want to say. You know what I mean? Ex- but at the same time, we got crime. We got, uh, you know, starvation. We got homelessness. <laughs> you would think these things would be more important than, oh, no, you said retard, or you said transvestite, or, or you know, you dead named somebody. <laughs> or you called a black person black instead of African American. It's just, it's bullshit things to keep us distracted. I really think it is. And um and it's like and it's like I just read something earlier on Facebook where it says um like I would rather hear the ugly truth than a beautiful lie. I mean that's the thing. <laughs> you can lie to yourself, you can lie to other people. But I mean fundamentally Unless you face the truth and either decide to do something about it, you're never going to change. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, there's no progress. There's no progress. And you cannot, like, grow or develop knowing that you can't be, you know, this sheltered. You know, you can't, I mean, this is how the real world was. People shut down every word you say, so you can't talk about the issue. You can't discuss the issue in the first place. So, it's like, oh, no, you can't say that. Because I don't like it. Because why, quote unquote, be canceled and why protest? Why do this? It's like, no, it's like, no, I'm talking to you like like face to face, eye to eye. Like, okay, what's the issue here? But really, it's kind of like, no, I'm going to gather up like, you know, a million different people and we're going to like cancel you. you and yell louder than what you can speak. So nobody can hear what the other side is. We can't discuss. We can't solve the issue. It's just, I'm right, you're wrong. And things, like like I said, it, we keep losing people like this that are willing to say what it is. And humor is a way for people to accept things that may not be so easy to accept. You know what I mean? Yes. It makes the medicine go down. <laughs> you know? Like, it, it, you lose people like Norm MacDonald. You lose people like, uh, you know. <laughs> I know because it's like well uh, I was uh, like or Robin or Robin Williams Robin Williams you lose people that uh, you know people that are not afraid to say stuff regardless of what the outcome is you, you know Dave Chappelle he came back and it was hugely successful until he mentioned a tranny joke and then the letters people got him <laughs> so, oh yes, the oh yeah the what was what is it called the alphabet mob or something? The rainbow, the rainbow mafia. Suppose yeah, supposedly, and and it kind of reminds me of like the oh, this old King of the Hill episode. I remember the King of the Hill episode where Chris Rock, where he says, "Oh, that you know, you go up on stage and you could say any dumbass thing you want," and it's like, yes, exactly, the freedom yeah. of speech. Now, whether people agree with you or think it's funny, it's subjective. But you should have the right to say it. <laughs> you know? Exactly. And this is exactly the Russia. thing. This is not China. This is America. <laughs> you know? this, this is America, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, uh, yes, I understand I'm a white male saying that, but fuck that bullshit. It doesn't matter who's saying it. It's true. It's a fundamental principle what this country was founded upon. And this is exactly the thing that, you know, the stuff that Norm MacDonald said back in the Saturday Night Live, back in weekend, uh, weekend updates. And it was so good. And I remember I watched the old YouTube episodes like, oh, my gosh, this is so good. It's so controversial. It's so raw. But yet it worked. That's the thing. You can't get people talking if you, if you don't, if you're afraid to talk about the things that's causing an issue. Yeah, it may be controversial. Yeah, people may get pissed off. But you keep losing people like this, and pretty soon we're not going to be able to talk about anything. 
it's just going to be an all-out war against each other. Whoever whoever says something that some other person finds offense at, we got to take them down and make sure they don't exist or can't live. You know what I mean? Like that. It's not. It's it's literally what they do over in China and Russia. Oh, you you know you you said something I don't like. Into the gulag, you know, or never seen again. Right, it's like it's, you can't. All these dictator countries, or North Korea, you know what I mean? Like, just, you can't can't say this, can't say that, can't do this. I mean, it's like the Family Guy episode. Like, you can't censor life, even though they right. did, and it's like, oh, this. They're trying to. Yeah, they're <laughs> yes. That's the thing. Is like it, it, it's like North Korea light. I mean, at this point, like. They did. It's uh-huh. like, yeah, it's like on, yeah, it's like, it's like I just mentioned. You know, they did it on Family Guy, and look how that, you know, that how look how that came about. You know, it didn't. I mean, they the FCC succeeded, but yet it was. But I, I forgot the end of the episode. But I remember it's like, well, you can't censor out real life. I'm like, oh yes, we can. And they're like, oh, so I mean, who knew? Like oh, I said, South Park too. Remember South Park with the the. Uh, Muhammad's episode. Oh yes, I like, remember that. Everybody's afraid they were gonna get blown up and stuff like that. And like, and they still, like, they still did it. And the thing is, okay, before nine eleven, they showed, uh, they showed Muhammad in one episode, and like now they, they went back and like, got rid of all the evidence, like all the, all the streaming services that they're on, <laughs> it got, it got taken out. And that's another thing, like the episodes, you know. You take out an episode because something offends some certain person or group or whatever, and they completely take the episode out. Like, the episode never existed on shows. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, what they did with the community with the Dungeons and Dragons episode, and then recently the Office episode, too, about racial insensitivity. Uh, The community episode thing pisses me off because of the fact that it wasn't even blackface. Like it was, it was. <laughs> it was supposed to be a magical race that does not exist. But because somebody didn't know what it was, they mistook it for blackface. And they're like, "Oh no, we got to get rid of that episode." And that's one of my favorite episodes. Because you, how are you going to get mad about a characteristic of a fictional race and say, "No, we can't have that on air." I know, cause, uh, cause you told me about, cause you told me about, it and I started seeing it on Hulu, and I was like, hey, um, what, what episode was it? And you said thirteen. I said there is no thirteen on Hulu. There is no episode no, thirteen. Episode fourteen. Well, there, yeah, 14. fourteen. So I actually it's, had. Uh, advanced Dungeons and Dragons. Advanced yeah, D and D. Yeah, and I actually had to go out to a CD exchange, you know, uh, well, and find, uh, it. Yeah. and find it, and I actually found it, and I bought it. And I actually saw the episode because it's like, okay, streaming services are taking off, like, you know, racially insensitive episodes. And right. the only way you and could well, obtain like it is to find the physical they, copies of them. It's not even that. Like, half the time they, they put it back on there later on because you find out that it's not like that. Yep. It's just somebody found a sense that like, no, this is what it is. This is what I interpret it as. So you need to take it off and they get a whole bunch of people rally behind it. You know, like he had uh, Tom Segura. Like, there was that whole controversy with him about the retard joke. And it wasn't even a retard joke. It was just part of the setup. And he's like, oh, you can't say the word retard anymore. But a whole bunch of people saw that, oh, no, he's saying retard. And they misinterpreted the joke or they completely didn't even see the joke for themselves. And you have all these Facebook campaigns you have, uh, you know, cancel culture at its best, trying to take this man down for something he never said. And we keep losing people like that, like Norm McDonald, who's not afraid to say something. Where are we going to be in the next 20 years? You know what I mean? Right, it's just like, um, like, uh, I mean, I know I'm making a lot of movie references. Um, it's like Escape from New, uh, Escape from L.A., where it's like, no, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this, or else you're gonna be shipped off to another, you know, to a prison island or something. I'm like, what? Oh, there's tons of movies like that. Yeah. I mean, you have uh, Equilibrium. You have to suppress your emotions because you had 1984. I mean, <laughs> there's, there's tons of movies. Look, this is what this is what's gonna happen if you take away freedom of faith. Hey, I don't agree with that. 
and somebody else can be like, well, I don't agree with what you don't agree with. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's just like, it's one side's opinion, all that matters, and we're going to decide for everybody else's best. Exactly. That's, that's not right. It's not. It's not. And, uh, well, we're re- well, we're reaching that, uh, the wrap the uh, wrap up time. So um, I just gonna say in closing, you know, with this, like everything that you had to say, Josh, I bet Norm Macdonald was looking down on us, saying, "Ha, yeah, that's funny. That's pretty funny," you know, uh, because I mean, this is some things that he would say that you're actually saying, you know, what you just said. I bet he would actually say the same thing, and he would agree with you on that. I guess I just want to leave off with this little piece. Little dialogue. Come and get me, social justice warriors. I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> if Norm McDonald was say, "Ah, yeah, come and get me," you know, he would probably say the same thing. But uh, yes, and um, and I gotta say, you know, may you rest, may you rest in peace, Norm McDonald. I mean, thank you for all the years, the cameos, the appearances. You know, thank you very much, Norm. I mean, you made us laugh. All these years, you know, it was one of the good. And not being afraid to say something just because it pissed somebody off. <laughs> exactly, and this is the episode, and this was the perfect episode to say, you know, to air out our grievances, knowing that it was done in a funny way. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, but this is something that he would do. Like this is something that Norm Macdonald would say first and foremost. Um, yeah, because it's like we didn't drift off topic because we knew that this was, you know, this is something we were going into. And this is something that, it, you it know, on Norm's back, level. All, yeah. It all goes back to the, the, how many times did he get pushed aside because somebody was afraid that somebody, some small group would find issue with what was being said. And everybody else gets to miss out. Because one small group says, no, we don't like it. Then don't watch it. Don't pay for it. Don't, uh, don't, go, see, don't go see the movie. Don't watch the video. Don't use it. Like, don't do it. You have a choice. Change the channel you or turn, turn it off. away from it. But don't take that choice away from everybody else. Right. Just because you're not a fan doesn't mean that, you know, like, that means you gotta shut down everything who, who like who are fans. You don't have to ruin it for them. Yeah, well, I mean the thing is, like, if if you can't say what you want to say, you can't get your point across. It's fine if they don't listen, but you should still have the right to say it. There's no longer freedom when you're taking a choice from somebody else. True. That is so true. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that is our tribute to Norm McDonald. Until next Thursday, stay tuned for that one. We'll miss you, Norm. We will miss you, Norm. May you rest in peace, Norm. Thank you, man. Thank you. We'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> Hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks.